Hello. Oh. Oh. Hey. <laughs> these, these welcomes are <laughs> odd. <laughs> They're so odd. Like, hey, hey. There you are. Hey. Uh, you've been here for a long time. Yeah, we've been here for hours. Yeah. Well, not really. But anyway, welcome Dave. back. We're, we're here. What? What date is it? Uh, let me just have my watch. 8th of September. Oh my God. You know what that means, don't you? It's uh, the day before the 9th. It's camera day. The day after Apple's launch. It's camera day. It is camera day. <sighs> Today has been so exciting so far. So far. So and it's not even over yet. The current time is five past... No, ten past five. And uh, well, are we going to do a, a flashback? We are going to do a, a quick flashback to this morning. It's so kind of like the Wayne's World. So <laughs> here it goes. <laughs> and then... Good morning. Good morning, Paul. <laughs> I say good morning, but it's two o'clock in the afternoon. Yes, but it, yeah, okay. Well, good afternoon. Okay, I tell you what, listeners, if you're listening to this, um, you might want to listen to this in the morning, listeners. and then hit play again at the start. But if listeners are listening to this, then stop. they're listening. Stop it now. Stop. Wait until tomorrow morning. Go back to the start, and then that intro will be just perfect. Oh, I see. I see. I'm really confused, but I'll just go with it anyway. Okay. So, um, so talk to me. What's going on today, Paul? You talk to me. What's going on with you today? This is a big day. It is. It's like it's like Christmas morning. It is uh, the 8th of September when we record this. Paul has just driven down from Dublin after a very exciting morning. Paul, what have you been up to this morning? Well, it, it was kind of semi-exciting because while it was exciting in that I went in and I purchased the 5D Mark IV. What? What? Yeah. Yes. You, you got it? I got it. I have it here with me. But the the excitement level dropped because I, under strict orders, was not able to open the box until I came down here and me and yourself went to White's Pharmacy in Kilkenny. And, and what's going to happen then? I think there might be another purchase, Paul. At least, a, at least a little swaparoo. A swaparoo with a bit of extra sliding cash over the, under the newspaper, yeah, on the top of the. Father, there you go. Yeah. Nice so nice nudge, wink, wink. Okay, so it's going to be one of those sort of days, and um, and what are you going to get? I'm probably going to get the XT2, and not probably. <laughs> There's no other camera out there that I'm going to buy, so yeah, it's the XT2. Okay. Uh, so okay. Paul, 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 come on, yeah. tell me. What happened this morning? Uh, it was incredible. Uh, let me hold that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> let me hold this. Right. We're 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 going we're going solo here. One mic. Paul, tell me what happened. You woke up. What was your first thought? Oh God, I'm down four grand today. Now, can I just rewind back to last night at around ten o'clock, whenever I was on Voxer to you, or maybe even eight o'clock, and said, Paul. Um. What's the story, man? Are you going to buy this thing or not? Are you coming down tomorrow with the with the five D? Your response was, "I'm not sure. I don't. I don't know. I'm still. I still don't know. I don't know what to do. Help me, somebody, help me. Oh God, help!" Um, yeah. How did, I was, you, how did you get that help? 
Where did it come from? It just, I did, just woke up this morning and got a call from uh, Colin's cameras in Dublin and they said, hey, we have, uh, we have that 5D you pre-ordered. Do you want it? Because there's only five of them in the country right now due to a, a strike in Calais. And I said, yeah, okay. And then I hung up and went, oh, oh, I guess my mind's made up now. There you go. See, you, needed, you just needed a little bit of encouragement. Exactly. Or a phone call from a retailer third party yes begging for my for my cash, cash. <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> so so that's the story we're we're currently sitting in starbucks uh there's a couple of people looking at us wondering what the hell we're doing but we're recording the start of the podcast because we're going to kind of document this day i guess Is yeah that? i think there's a lot there's a lot that's going to happen today um can I ask you what the experience was of like of going in and buying this? Like, how excited were you on a scale of one to ten, Paul? What was your heart rate? Did you look at it on your watch? I haven't got a heart rate monitor, not yet. Anyway, <laughs> until I get the Apple Watch Series Two, which we'll talk about later on. Um, but um, yeah, it was kind of like a. I guess it was kind of like um, I don't know. Um, That's a very expensive kind of habit. If you had to get a Mark IV every morning. Yeah, that's like a, a proper cocaine habit. It was definitely a, a drug-induced fix. There was no doubt about it. The adrenaline was flying. The credit cards were popping out of my wallet left, right, and center. Who knows what happened? Who knows? I, I don't really remember. Was there many people in cons? There was, actually. There's quite a few. And a lot of people were picking up their own XT2s. Oh, the, who are these people? Uh, there was a man at the counter, actually. I spoke to him briefly. He was trading in his XT1. For a pre-ordered XT2. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that was interesting. He said he shoots with the XT1, loves it, and couldn't wait to get this one. And he was buying, I think it was coming free with the battery pack as well. So, um, it comes free with the battery pack? I, I think there's an offer on at the moment, yeah. Oh, I wouldn't really be mad now on, on getting the battery pack, but, but if it's, it's coming free, I'll take two. Yes, exactly. And you know, it, it, the battery pack also speeds the whole camera's performance. Does you get that boost mode thing? Oh, because God, no, God knows, you know, 12 frames a second is not enough. You know, when a bride is coming down the aisle, you want to, you know, you want to cover every second of that. You want stop motion. Yeah, you want, uh, no, you want every, uh, every frame of every second. That's it. Pretty yeah, much 60 yeah. frames a second would be nice. Um, so, yeah. So what we're going to do today is we're going to head next to White's Pharmacy. That felt like an advert. It is. Um, if you need any, uh, if you for all your medical needs and photography needs, go to White's Pharmacy. I've often wondered about the relationship between um, f- why so many pharmacies have camera shops. What 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 is that? But didn't, doesn't that stem back from the days that they used to develop film through the pharmacy? Probably is. Yeah. So yeah. I guess yeah. I was wondering why there was no camera and shoe shops, for example. That's true. Because there are uh, bookshops and uh, you know photography shops. Like why? Why not? I'm not sure, but I, all I know is that you controlling this mic is a good way to cut me off mid. What? What was that? <laughs> anyway, so that's our plan. We're going to head to White's Pharmacy, and we'll uh, we'll flick the microphone back Wait, on. Can, can I just say one thing? Oh, just one thing. Just show me the box. Okay. Show me second, the box. Get the box. No, don't shake it. I'll just give it a... Oh, that is nice, Paul. What does it say on the box here? Canon EOS 5D Mark IV, 30.4 megapixels, 7 frames per second. 
EOS Movie 4K Full HD ISO 32000 Wow Dual Pixel Raw That should be number one mm-hmm. Digital Lens Optimizer GPS Wi-Fi oh, Let me feel the weight of it on my hand Oh it's heavy Oh they must have a lot of other things in here Maybe they throw in an extra couple of stones or something Just to kind of bulk it up <laughs> Give you value for money There's an XT2 in here We never know <laughs> We will never know until we open it up I know Okay stick it back in your backpack there We'll finish off our coffees and um, the next time you hear us, we might be taking a little trip into White's Pharmacy. This is very exciting. See you later. Bye. So they sent you two. Who's got the other one? And the other one was on pre-order. Oh, and somebody so, came and so looked at, took it. Oh, but has somebody come and collected that one yet? I said just today. I said to him. I said to him, wait and come down to White's Pharmacy, yeah. and he'll he'll cut you a deal. Do you have yeah. one? I don't. <laughs> there you go. But you would have, he would have, he would have. I would have made sure it was here today. Yeah. I have, I have more. Next time. Uh, yeah. Um, sure. Go ahead. Will I open it? Yeah. Okay, we got the XT2. And is this all part of the pack now? Uh, maybe I should, what I, maybe what I should do for you, Patrick, it's is. Not. It's not part of the pack. No, this, this, is, this is 350 euro. Right. Right. If you pre order which you did, by the way. Uh, yes. There's 120 quid off of this. Oh, right. okay, there you go. Um, but if you want your 4K video Aye. and your 11 frames a second, you need you the need power. Okay, okay. If you don't want to do 4K video and you just want your sorry, 8 frames a second, that'll do it. That'll do it in that. Okay. Well, there's that. Have a look right. at it and check it all over. I put the Fuji, I put the Fuji battery back in and all, and I think the back, the the box matches up with the camera, serial number wise. Like the flavor for this is okay. Yeah. <laughs> White's Pharmacy, the place to go. The place to come for your trade-ins. For all your trade-ins. Right here we go. XT2 unboxing. Okay. You should be taking um this is live. Instagram stories oh, yeah. with this, Paul. Yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> Are you going to test it to see if it's real? Patrick, you're missing it. Oh, we'll crack here. Look at this. <laughs> oh, my goodness. He's just sold your camera. Have a little feeling there. Even... Now, you're an XT1 owner, so what do you think that feels like? It looks like? a bit bigger, right? The grip feels a bit more sticky out doesn't it? It is. Yeah, they did so that, though. They, ex- oh, they expanded it. it. You have to know when the battery's like in it. You're like a little child. I Christmas am. morning. I am. Yeah, that is kind of nice. Oh, look at that viewfinder. I forgot how good that viewfinder is. I just forgot how good that is. Where's the little? Is it, is it wider than the X-Pro, yeah? Oh, it's huge. Oh, yeah, it's huge. It is yeah. huge. And it's um, it's far brighter. It's, it's yeah. Far brighter. There's not a, a uh, electronic viewfinder in the market. Like. Really? Uh, I'm just going to turn that preview thing off. Screen set up. So you're not going to bother? I think I'll, I think I might leave it, you know. You know what, I just saw it. I know you would, <laughs> all right. Uh, image display. Ah, I'll do it later. Don't worry about all the settings. Oh my goodness, just man. Just have a go of it. Look at how you focus on everything, man. Oh, 
image display. Okay, go by, so that I can open the 5D. So yes, the 5D. exactly. Yeah. I've been. I, I haven't opened it on purpose, and then he goes and opens. Right, no, but we were doing this in the store. We were going to do this. Yeah. yeah. You oh, you've got the you've got the continuous autofocus on. Is that what you're? Dave can't wait. That's yeah. Nice. Oh. Let's go buy the 5D and make your way to open. When do you get when do you get more in then, Patrick? Uh, I might I might get one off you anyway if this yeah. Week. Really? Yeah. Okay. If not, next week. Cool. Yeah. And when when does the twenty three F two come next out then? Year, oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was this year. What's that? Thirty five. It was just announced this year. Ah. Is that the thirty five equivalent now? That's, That's the thirty five equivalent. Oh, I see. And look, the nice. That's a lovely camera, isn't it? It's fabulous. How does this work now? It, you can you have to put it in and press it down, don't you? See this? And it's like it a release. No, you have to close it first and then release it up oh, and then it goes. Oh, I see, I see. So you can't work it in both modes. You can only work in one or the other mode. Very nice. Yeah. Oh, so you press that. Okay. Nifty. That's right. fair, I guess. That is, that is awesome. So and it's got all these locks yes. for... Um, Stop pressing everything that you don't want to press. So leave it on that and then lock it, lock it in place. So then, because that's brilliant for the dance floor. Sold? Sold. Right, Patrick. Sold to the excited man. <laughs> in the corner. I'll take, off, the person, I'll take off this lens for you here. Hey, we're, we're back. back. We're back. We're back. Oh my goodness, what, Ooh, a, that what was an a exciting trip. time that, that was. That was like back to the future. That was a back trip back in time. It was. So that's what happened this morning. It was an exciting morning. There was a lot of driving around. And can you believe it? It's now five. Ten past five. Ten past five. And I still haven't opened my camera. Oh my goodness. There Dave I'm sitting here across the other side of the room. And there's the box just staring at it's me. It's the Canon 5D Mark IV. I did it. I bought it. What can I say? They called me this morning. They only had a couple of them in the country. There was some, I don't know, hold up in Calais or something like that. With customs in France and... Um, they only managed to get a few of them in the country, and uh, one of them was mine. Are you allowed to talk about this um, <laughs> after you being told not to um, by your camera shop? <laughs> no, I, no, 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 Paul, don't be, don't be going off now bragging. Um, I just paid four grand for a camera. I can do what I want. There's going to be a lot of people very disappointed, Paul, and you're going to just rub it in their faces. Oh yeah, take the camera and just push it right Big into time. their face and Big rub time. it around. Oh yeah. You can you can bet on it. Yeah, Dave, tell me, tell me, tell me, what did you get? Though? Well, I got what the did you uh, I got the XT two. Obviously, we know that. But so like, it's sitting here right beside me, right beside you. So what do you think? You like it? It's a nice box. Okay, well we um, take them out. What? Yeah, um, yeah, yes. Let's take them out. Okay, well let's let's pause this here and we'll come back to you. You need to go over the other side of the when room the and get your box. The boxes are ready to go. Okay. okay, go. So Paul. Okay, you've got your box. I've got. I've Open got it up it. there. Open it up. Wow. It's wrapped it inside a little it's bit of cloth. This is the 5D Mark IV. Here we go. Just imagine this in your in your minds. Okay. It's black. In mind's eye. It's, it's black. It's they got, black. You got the right color. It looks exactly like the Mark III. It feels a bit different because it's a slightly uh, changed. They've changed the grip a little bit. Um, and I need to get a few more of the bits out. Is, there a, is it heavy? It's actually, it, you know, it's lighter than the previous one by about 80 grams. I He's think handing it, it over. Oh. So be careful, oh. Dave. Be careful. Oh, it feels nice, yeah. Feels nice. There's so. that little doofer dinger button up there. 
Yes, very nice, very nice. So next next stop is what? Battery? Battery. <coughs> Unwrapping the battery. Same battery as the last camera, which is great because it's everything's interchangeable. You don't want new batteries. You don't want to be messing them around. So battery's going in. I don't know how much charge actually they have on these, and I'll put the eye cup on as well. Oh yeah, eye cup. Lovely. So it looks good, and now I need never a lost an eye cup for a for no a never. How many eye cups have you lost in your D750? About five, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'd exactly. agree. Okay, back in one sec. Keep talking, Dave. What are you? Where are you going? Oh, he has to get a lens out of his bag. Okay, so he's coming back with the 35 1.4. Correct. Beautiful. Them were the days you used to use them. Them the days, yeah. 35 1.4. Yes, take off. Take off the lens, the cap there. Good job. He just rubbed the lens on his t-shirt. My goodness, what kind of a professional is he? Okay, he's turned it on. What, Paul? What? 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 There's no power. What do you mean there's the no power? The battery's not charged. It's not pre-charged? No. Canon. Seriously. Tell me you brought another battery down. I didn't. So we're going to go over to Dave now with the X-T2. Get that, get that battery get on, charge on charge and we'll, we'll get on the X-T2. Okay, here we go then. Just fix the more mic stand here. Right. So the X-T2 looked a bit bigger in the shop than the X-T1. Is it a bit bigger, Dave? I should have brought down the X-Pro2 to, to compare and contrast. Yeah. Well, we could do that. We could do, yeah, that. do that. Okay, so I'm taking the camera out of the box. This is very visual. Uh, it looks very similar to the X-Pro2 box. Very similar. Taking out the literature, putting it to one side, i.e. the bin. Do you try out your boxes? No, no, I'm only messing. That's just comedy. Comedy effect. Sorry. Right, <clears throat> so here we go. That is the sound of the package being ripped open. It's incredible. Oh, best podcast ever. Right. Oh, it is beautiful. It is, it is lovely. It is very nice indeed. XT2... Yeah, it looks slightly bigger than the X Pro 2. Yeah. Um, my God, the viewfinder is unreal. Yeah, the viewfinder it is, is incredible in this. Right, let me. Uh, we talked about this before. We mentioned that the viewfinder in the X Pro 2 was sometimes hard to get your eye around, especially with glasses. But oh, impossible um, with glasses. Yeah. At least but for me. Looking through this earlier on the shop, it it's so wide. It's like looking at a cinema screen through that little thing. It's incredible. So Dave's now going to take a photo as I'm talking here. Oh, it's on burst it's on, mode. It's on it's burst on, mode. It's on burst that was mode. my fault. I put it in I there. I will take it off burst mode. How does it feel in the hand? It feels lovely. It does feel different than an X-Pro 2. The, yeah. uh, the grip thing is... Uh, so there's a slightly wider grip at the front as well, right? Um, th the strange thing is, is that I actually almost think that the X-Pro 2 is more comfortable in the hand than this. It's bringing it back. And I think it's because it. it's... So if you want to buy an, an XT2, two, there's one for sale. Check out Done Deal DMAC12734. Yeah. Adverts.ie or Dundeal.ie. You'll get an XT2 for a knockdown price. Definitely not. Never right. used. There's only about there's six, seven frames. Eight frames. It's just instant. That's me focusing on different parts of the room here. Okay. So up close. And personal. Far away. Up close. <laughs> far away. Up close. Amazing. Far this away. is the best podcast ever, ladies and gentlemen. Well, I can tell you one thing. It focuses pretty really quick, quickly. Pretty quick. Tilt screen. Lovely. That works. How's it feel? 
bit tight at the start, but um, uh, firm. But I would that's say. what you would expect firm. from a new enough. Doesn't camera. feel flimsy. Put it like that. Yeah. The viewfinder is incredible. Oh yeah. My. It is really wide and bright and exactly what you need on a sunny day if you're outside shooting and you're um, shooting in, in good sunlight and you want to be able to see your exposure. So it's great to have a, a bigger viewfinder like Where's that. Where's the little boost Always button really thing good. that everybody keeps talking about? Where's is, that? Is that not on the battery grip that you didn't purchase? They Are you kidding me, Paul? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? You made me not buy that. Yeah, but you don't need that. You don't need a boost button. It boosts the EVF, though. 200 frames a second. Oh. So it's really, really smooth. It's smooth anyway, man. Move around there. Wave your arms about. Yeah, it looks pretty good. Doesn't look like real life. But the thing is, with a camera like that, a battery grip just takes away from the small, discreet nature of it. So I don't think it's something that you really need to have. Yeah, no, um, I, I, agree. I really think that if you bought the battery grip, you would find you wouldn't use it. You'd be leaving it at home or in your bag. It's very, I, very light, isn't it? Can I see it for a it's second? It's very light. Um, yeah, it feels... X Pro 2 It feels, yeah. I don't know, maybe it feels heavier okay. than X Pro 2. It's so sturdy looking. But it's, it's a proper DSLR looking camera, I have to say. Mm. Yeah, so it is, uh, yeah. But... You know, obviously a lot smaller. Hold it up there alongside your Mark Four. Do we have a look at the two of them side by side? Oh well, there's a there's a big difference. Oh no, there is. I just want to see what the difference looks like. Oh, jeepers, yeah. Oh my goodness, it's different. It It'd is be nice together, though, wouldn't they? As as a camera it's together, mad. like. Oh yeah, they yeah. The five D is big. It is a big camera. It is a big camera. But like, you expect that from it now yeah. at this stage. You know, hopefully there's news that Canon's M five is going to be a very small kind of. DSLR like camera like like the XT2 so hopefully that happens it's a lovely feeling to the shutter actually the battery's almost gone so yeah I need to put a new battery in I have to say the shutter sounds it sounds proper DSLR like which is kind of nifty if you're coming from that world to mm. this I think if you're coming from the DSLR world to an X-Pro2 it everything feels very different Whereas I think this feels like home, you know, mm. in a smaller package, really. Why do you not realize all your dials in the top is the main difference? It has yeah. a lovely sound to the shutter. It does, really it? nice, really nifty. Need to turn off that stupid beep. Yeah, the beep needs to go. But, um, so there you yeah, go, it folks. It is lovely looking. The weird thing is, is that when you pull it up to your eye and the camera's off, with the X-Pro2, when you pull it up to the, your eye and the camera's off, you can still see through it, you know, because of the hybrid viewfinder. Okay. Whereas that, it, you know, it's off. Off is off. But yeah, it's lovely. So what's next then? What do we do? What do we do now? Do you want to um, well wait and see how you're? Well, let's move on. Let's move on to some uh, some news. Maybe some recent That's it? technology news. That's and it. Come That's all we're going to talk about. I've got this charged. Oh. It's not very upsetting. Oh, yeah, no, that's fine because I have to put another battery in that yeah. XT2 anyway. Okay. okay. So first impressions are both cameras look lovely. Yeah. Familiar. And Very familiar, um, beautiful in the hands, definitely really, really nice in the hands. This has an absolutely lovely feel to it. Um, it feels very quick. He's looking at the X-T2, by the way. Sorry, this is the X-T2. It feels very quick. It doesn't feel like a traditional um, mirrorless camera. Like the X-Pro feels a bit different to me when I hold it, but this definitely doesn't. So I have to say I'm well impressed by this, and it'll be definitely added to my to-do list. I think... I think shooting with, for me, f shooting with the Mark V, 
Mark IV, excuse me, and the XT2 would be a super um, two-camera setup. So I think it would be definitely something I would be considering um, there you in go. the near future. Get your get your order booked oh, in yeah, there, I'll Paul. Have to get it booked in because start uh, start collecting all the things you're going to trade in. <laughs> yeah, I think I'll have to say goodbye to Nikon, unfortunately. Oh, the Pro D750. It's we'll done see. you so we'll well. We'll see. It's a great camera. You can Yeah, I can't really complain. So. Okay, well, let's move on. Okay, let's move on because you're getting you're getting transfixed by my XT2. I've hardly okay, even. Okay, I'm going to switch it off thing. there. I'll give it back to Dave. <laughs> so, um. A bit of Apple news from yesterday. Apple released a, a rake of new products, an mm. absolute rake of new products. They released the iPhone 7 and iPhone 7 Plus with dual camera on the 7 Plus. Um, it looks like a really uh, fast, new, shiny, new, beautiful phone. Um, they also released uh, the Apple Watch Series 2, which mm -hmm. is incredible. Uh, added GPS and full water resistance to 50 meters, which I think is incredible. Um, incredible. Not incredible. It's not incredible. No? Well, it's, it's a... It's, what do you... What do you what Never agrees with No, no. It's no, not it's That's not why that. we're here, though, isn't it's it? It's not, it's not that I don't agree with, with you or whatever, but... It, do you not think... If a watch is waterproof, you expect it to be 50 meters waterproof. Well, okay, but... It's not the incredible. Fact, the fact It'd be incredible if it was like 500 meters or well, that would be 100 cool. meters. Well, that, that'll come. That'll come. And watch Series 3, you know. But I, I do think it's a it's an amazing piece of technology, what they have in that little, small little box compared to what's out there at the moment. The fact that it also is waterproof. Um, the fact that they have an external speaker still on it, so you can mm -hmm. still hear... Mm -hmm. Perfect, you know, volume You're underwater. Perfect noise <laughs> underwater as well. Yeah, so it's really, it's a really great watch, I have to say, and it's much more adaptable now for sports and um, having the GPS in there. Because the last thing you want to do when you go for a run or a swim is to have your phone. Close Absolutely, to you. that would do my. You head don't in. want that. So I think swimmers, they they seem to have really targeted swimmers with this watch because it's water resistant and you know it tracks your swimming and so on and your mm. heart rate. How does how does it do that now? How does it track your swimming? Well, they they kind of showed a small video of how they tested it, and they tested the calorie burn of swimmers. So they had like a, a an oxygen, I guess, unit on on swimmers Swimmer. that was above a pool, and the swimmers were swimming back and forth, and they were measuring the strokes versus their breathing and their calorie burn, and built that into the whole oh, system. So okay. it's it's fairly impressive, all right. Very yeah. good. I guess we won't know until we see like real world kind of uh, you know feedback and um, from people out there and to see how actual how how, how good it really is. Yeah, or if they think really, it's you're accurate. just looking for a guide, maybe anyway. But I think I think the Vivo Active does swimming counts. I think it. I think I it does. Think it does. I yeah, think it does. I think it yeah. does. Yeah. Okay. So, um, are you um, are you going to get the Apple Watch? I'd be tempted. I don't know. We'll oh, see. That's the first time I've heard you said I'd be tempted. I asked you that I earlier so. and you went definitely. Yeah, I think I think so. I think so. <laughs> I don't want to come across as too much of an Apple fan, but I am. Oh, you are, Paul. I am. But you are. I can't help it. Okay, so um, what else about this Apple Watch makes you kind of go, I really, like, what, what, what do you really want it for? Well, I like the fact that it has GPS in it. So yeah. if you're going running now, it's tracking your runs, it's tracking your heart rate, it's tracking your calories and so on, and it's doing it without having 
an iPhone with mm. Witcher. As well, what what else? Awesome. Aside from GPS. Um, and another thing I was wondering, you know the earpods that they had available? Yes. So my thoughts were, can you connect those earpods to your watch and stream music from your watch while you're running? Because that would be cool. Well, what I've what I've heard so far from the little reviews that have come out after the event is that those earpods um, wouldn't be great to run with. Oh right, okay. Mm. They, because they can they they would slip out quite easily. Okay, but the Apple Watch has Bluetooth, so it connects via Bluetooth to the phone, and will also connect obviously via Bluetooth to your. Then you've got your phone with you. Bluetooth, no Bluetooth headphones, because I have a pair of Bluetooth headphones. Now, where's your music coming Jarbra. from? Jarbra. Oh, you can store music on the Apple Watch now. Oh, can you? Yeah, you can. It has storage now. How much storage is on it? Um, I think I'm not hundred percent sure. I think it has something like two gigs of storage. Right, enough built for a playlist. They don't really advertise it because I guess it's not a specific part of the watch. I'll tell you what else the they don't advertise. To, oh, here we go. Controversial. Their battery life. They don't. How come they, they well, never said about it? It is on the website. I did what check. What does it say? Eighteen hours. Not even a day. No. But I think with something like that, it's. I think with something like that. You know, you're going to charge it every night. You're going to take it off and charge it every night, pretty yeah, much. You know? Yeah, It's that type of watch. It's, but I mean, um, yeah, okay. I mean, you've got a watch with a lot of power, a lot of, you know, it's a retina screen. It's um, The battery technology just isn't there yet, no matter who you are. Do you you've not got to charge them, unless Apple you sacrifice that screen. Yeah, but do you not think Apple would have been maybe slightly, oh, I see, what do I know? I don't own a technology company that's making billions, but... Do you not think it would have been slightly better maybe just to pull the specs down on the screen just ever so slightly and then and give you at least a day's battery power? Because I don't think anybody would really notice. Yeah, I wonder like... On is that there size of screen, you wouldn't notice like, right now. Yeah, I, I wonder is there a low power mode like you have on the iPhone that you can go into mm. a low power mode so you can turn, can you turn off the GPS. Yeah, I wonder can you turn off the GPS. I, I, I imagine that will come. There's no doubt about it. Because people will start requesting these different things. Can I only turn on GPS when I'm running? I don't want to have it on all the time. I don't mm. want to be tracked everywhere I go anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Like, they rated 18 hours the same the same as the first watch. Um, but they've increased the processing power. They've increased the screen quality. Mm. They've added a GPS chip. So, it's quite impressive. You know, they have increased... I've I seen a review where they have... They basically took the watch apart... And they've increased the battery size by thirty seven percent. So it is a bigger battery that's yeah. in it, a more powerful battery. Yeah, it would need to be. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I was always, you know, a bit meh about the Apple Watch, mm-hmm. especially the that first generation, because I just thought, what about the you hiking? Know what? Up? what do you think of that? The hiking hill. But let me. But okay, uh, sorry. So the whenever I first seen the Apple Watch, I was like, yeah, okay, it's good and everything, but. Really, what would I use it for over, say, like a Vivo Active? And really, there was nothing. Or a Pebble. I remember I had a Pebble at the very start. And um, <clears throat> the fact that it didn't have GPS was always like, oh, that's rubbish. Like, it's not even a sports yeah. watch. Well, that really. was the reason I, bu- I didn't buy the first edition, yeah. to be honest. So now that they have that, and so when I seen that hiking option, I was like, hi- mm, that is yeah, good. Yeah, the hiking app is called... I can't remember. Anyway, there's a hiking app on it. It's, did you download it on your phone? Or did you find it? Oh, I did actually. Trail something? Trail. We should know this. Ah. What's it called? Let's have a look. Scroll. Scroll in. Trail finder? 
View Ranger. View Ranger. I was way off. The Outdoor Discovery app. That impressed me. They did a presentation on that where basically you could map your hike. Um, It would tell you how far you were from certain, you know, civilization at any particular time based on the weather, based on where you were going. I guess keeping you somewhat safe as well. Um, Also, you know, your elevation and your pace and all that sort of information that you want when you're out hiking. So I found that quite impressive. Yeah. The fact I like that the I, GPS is in it as well. Yeah, that was that was quite nice. I was telling Dee about it last night. I said, Dee, and it does this, and then it tells you where to look. And if you want to spot eagles, and it does that, you know. And did she, she fall asleep? And she went, you're not getting it. And I went, no, no, no. And I, I know I'm not getting it. I'm just, just letting you know what it's like. <laughs> that was well, the Dave, end of that conversation. Christmas is coming, so you never know what could happen. No, I, 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 I doubt I'll get it. Tell me this. Um, it's kind of upsetting. Okay, so the Apple Watch. I'll let you get it first, and then I, I can look at it and go, oh, it's nice. I'll, I'll lend it to you for when you're going hiking. Would you do that? No. Oh. Um, <laughs> I mean, we're I, friends, I, but like we're not that close. Uh, I'm not going to share my technology with you. No, you would never do that. I know I know that. Yeah. I. Um, what What do you think of the iPhone 7 then? Yeah, I think it's a like it's an internal upgrade of the iPhone 6. Do you reckon? I, well, I don't. Well, it's a beautiful like they've they've made this whole unibody design where there's no like extra parts on it, so it's just one body if with that, a screen. If that that is be quite honest, nice. If there was one thing that really annoys me about my phone, it's the fact that it's not a unibody. <laughs> wrecks exactly. my head. I'm like, why is the back step different, different material from the front? From, that uh, winds me up. I tell you. So I'm glad Apple have finally come and resolved that yeah. head wrecker. Yeah. Would you move to an iPhone? Would you no. ever move back to an no. iPhone? No. 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 No matter what. No. Water resistance. No. Dual so, camera. When have, when have you ever been out in the rain and went, oh, I better protect my phone in case it gets wet? Never. I've never talked like that either. <laughs> never. <laughs> but you, you never. You never worry no, about that. You just kind of go, I, oh, I it's raining. My phone's wet. I'll rub the, it under my T-shirt. My only reason for up for upgrading would be the fact that I have an upgrade. And if it doesn't cost me too much, I'd be interested in swapping it out. But... Am I For reading now, right that the iPhone 7 something gig is going to cost 1,100 and whatever pounds? Well, if that's euros. if you're buying it direct from Apple. But if you're getting it through the likes of Vodafone I mean, or you buy a MacBook. The, yeah, you could, yeah. That's mental. So it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. There's no doubt about it. It's a lot of it's money. It's a lot of money to drop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Isn't it? Well, yeah. Like, you don't go around dropping a, a MacBook. No. But you can drop a phone. <laughs> you can. And I've heard of a lot of people who dropped iPhone 6s. Yes. I've dropped mine a few times. Never broke slippery. Them, so that's good. Um, I see um, the Apple Watch as well that's coming out with um, that nice ceramic one. Yeah. That looks nice. Yeah, it does. But have you seen the price of that? No. It's a thousand euros. I don't like it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> see what I mean? A thousand euro. It's ridiculous prices. That's ridiculous. Like It's four times stronger than steel, apparently. Yeah. Ceramic, eh? It's the one thing that I've always said about steel. It's just not strong enough. No. You know? No. Stainless steel is... Give me... Iron or ceramic any day. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Terrible Um, moan. He just no, no. I just hates everything. It's called bringing you back to reality, Paul. No, I'm here, man. I'm with you. you. uh, I am at reality. What what is what did it say in the in the Steve Jobs autobiography? He has this reality uh, field distortion distortion reality field or distortion reality distortion reality distortion field. Thank you. You are in it. I am in it. I I. To be honest with you, the 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 one thing that impressed me yesterday was the watch. Uh, right. Everything else was kind of like, eh, 
It's upgrades. It's internal upgrades. I must say the camera looked pretty good. It does. It does. But the camera's great anyway. And I don't use it a whole lot, to be honest no, with you. I know. A lot of the time I'm, I'm using the X70 or now I can use the 5D Mark IV if I'm shooting at a wedding or whatever mm. and I don't need to use the camera. It is great though. It is cool. Yeah, it does look like it. cool on it as well. And I never really noticed the slow-mo, but I, I it's did 4K like... It's 4K now as well. 4K slow-mo, which is pretty cool. Yeah. I like the idea of the... Okay, I like the idea of the um, twin lens, you know, zoom factor thing. Yeah. That was that was good. That was pretty the ten cool. And how you hold the button down and it brings up the little that was cool. wheel. That was really nice. Over. If you haven't watched the keynote, it'll be worth watching if you're interested in Apple products. What did you think of the AirPods? I thought they were good, but they look a bit dorky. A little bit. They're basically like the current Apple earphones, but just... Like as if you cut the wire at the top. Yeah, but so they're the still th- as long. If you look at the earpods, the earpods now at the moment are still that long. Like are they? It's just you don't notice because you've got. Um, I have a pair here. One second. Paul is going off to get earpods. Oh, here we. That didn't take long at all. So see this. Here? Oh, really? Is that? That's how long they are. Is it that long? Yeah. It looks longer than that now. Yeah. I gotta be honest. In, in, no, they're longer no. than that. Do you think so? Mm, they're definitely long. I'd say they're probably. About nah, that. they're not that long, Dave. Oh, you have. Do we have internet here? What's that, that Boggins? <laughs> oh my goodness, Boggs! He's pretty angry. He's currently Boggins. trying to eat. I something. think that was look. A burp. I think that was a burp. Yeah, but that looks longer. Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't. Look. We're okay, look. Yeah. We're currently looking at the Apple web's website at the AirPods, and Dave is actually holding a small one up to the large picture. Yeah, it's definitely smaller, Dave. <laughs> oh man! Pinch. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. I'd say they're the same size. Okay, so it look, it's going to look like this then. That's let not me, bad though, man. Just that is not bad. Dave is currently putting... Can I put this in my ear? Yeah, you can, yeah. He's currently putting my ear pod in... Oh, that's perfect. What's wrong with that? It doesn't look dorky. No, it doesn't look dorky. The reason they have to have that long bit, I suppose, is for the microphone so that you can talk on the phone, talk to Siri or whatever. And the fact that you can touch them and activate Siri is pretty incredible. Oh, I tell you what. They are amazing technology now. Well, that's me. Come on. uh, Hold on. Now, that to me, touching, that doesn't doesn't impress me at all. I don't think that is amazing technology. If you want to change your song. No, listen. I'll tell you what I think is amazing technology in those wireless things. Play music and the music doesn't start until you put it in your ear. That's brilliant. Or take it out of your ear and the music stops. That's good. That's pretty cool. I like that. Yeah. It knows when it's in your ear. That yeah. is good. Isn't that it? is very good. But very, touching very it for, good. I mean, loads of things are touch sensitive these yeah, days. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But um, can't, it takes an awful lot to impress you now, man. You are like at the top. They should test stuff. They should run stuff by you. And first. I go, nah, build me another one. <laughs> <laughs> you are Steve Jobs reincarnated. There you go. There you go. So, yeah. So, yeah. I'll, I'll show you. Look, I'll demo, I'll demo to you how they look and you can tell me if okay, they look I'll dorky. Okay, I'll tell you if they look dorky. Dork. I can't believe I just said that. <laughs> it's live on air. It's Here, terrible. Let's ask Jonas. Stick him back in your ear. Oh, sorry. Okay. Jonas. Hey, turn turn your head around, Paul. Jonas. Do you think they look a bit dorky? Yeah. See, I told you. What Why did head? you bring him here for? Because oh, he always eat. He's got he one of the tickets. He never leaves. He's, He's got one of the tickets. Live audience. He is our live audience. Um... So yeah, I thought so they were pretty good. So you're not you're de- you might get the iPhone Seven. You'll definitely get the earpods, <laughs> and you'll definitely get the Apple Watch. I, I that basically they sold me on everything yesterday. What else did they launch? Did they launch anything else? Yesterday? Bear in mind, none of this is going to happen till next year. 
for me anyway. Well, well, maybe the iPhone 7 because I currently have an upgrade. So the one thing that you might not want, you'll get. You'll get. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Did they launch anything else yesterday? Um, yesterday... Uh, I don't want to know about boring stuff like software. No, they, uh, a couple of Beats headphones. Ah, headphones. boring. Yeah. What else? No, that was it. That was it, I think. There were the three main things. Sorry about the background noise. That's just Boggins. He's cleaning himself uh, at the moment. Boggins, do you want to say hello? No. Okay, we're back. We're back. Um, I, I don't know if it was obvious from the last bit that we were going to go away, but we're back. Yeah. So we stopped there for a little bit just to have... Um, just a quick indoor demo little, of little the cameras, play, yeah. Little play. Mm. You've put the battery in your 5D Mark IV. Yes. Paul. It's nice. It sounds really good. It sounds it's, weird, doesn't it? It sounds different, actually. It feels different. Um, they've definitely changed the shutter. It sounds a bit more like the um, the 5DS. Press which, a, which press a, a demo shutter there. Let quick listen. That's weird. Sorry. Yeah, it's a different sound, different feel. When Do one more so well. people are now ready. Three, two, one. Oh yeah, yeah. It sounds like um, almost a little bit like a loud version of the silent shutter on the it Mark It does, III. yeah, and it is mm. quite quiet, like which is nice too. So yeah, it does sound lovely. It does um, sound lovely. Probably not as quiet as the XT2 can go because the electronic shutter can go low, right? Well, uh, you can have it completely silent completely with the electronic shutter, incredible. but this is the mechanical shutter. Right, let's have a listen. That's nice. That's a real old-fashioned camera sound, isn't it? I think. Yeah, that's yeah. real nice. So we had a quick demo, quick play. Dave, what do you think? Love it. Yeah. But, I mean, it's early days. Yeah. But so far, viewfinder is the is the main thing. It's, yeah. like, it's really beautiful. Very fast autofocus. Um, but I have to play around with everything else. Tilt screen is really nice. Um, I'm not sure whether to turn on... I have an option here for number of focus points. I don't know whether to go with <laughs> just this. the low 91 or maybe the 325 focus points. Do you know what? Too many focus points is just confusing. It just takes you too long to get through them. That's ridiculous. You'd be there all day. You would. Oh, Do you I, really need to point I like, like to, go to with focus number down 39, to that level? 39 up here in the corner. God. Oh, I, you know what? Change my mind. I want 236. <laughs> no, I don't know. And the good thing as well, right, is that when you process these files, they're going to be pretty much, well, they're going to be exactly the same as the X-Pro2, am I right? Yes. Because all the sensor is exactly the same, the colors and all should be perfect. So you shouldn't have an issue with your processing anyway, right? That's focusing from the very edge. Very good, very good. Focus point like every time. It. Yeah, no, they should, they should be uh, exactly the same. The menus are quite similar. There's a few buttons in different places that will probably catch me out a little bit tomorrow, but nothing nothing major. And Tomorrow um, meaning? At my next wedding. Tomorrow. 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 Excellent. Um, I like the little button to lock the uh, shutter speed That's great. in place. And also you have one over on this side to lock the ISO. Just lock them all into auto mode. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. Um, or P, professional mode. <laughs> there is no P on the Fujis. <gasps> yeah, it's not professional. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, I I, mm. I I really like it. I think um, what you were saying earlier, uh, off offline. Yeah. Was that maybe tomorrow or over the weekend when we're at our weddings, we'll record a little bit of audio and segment it into this podcast. We might do that. So you can expect another little bit at the end of this podcast, just on how we got on. Like tomorrow and Saturday as well. I'm tomorrow, shooting. Yeah, I think you're shooting as well. 
it'll give us a good um idea of I guess how the um shoots went with the new cameras. So I I have to say I'm very impressed with the live view focusing on this. Mm. It's quite incredible how quick it is and how quick you can yeah, tap it and shoot. Good, yeah. yeah. So that's another really cool feature on the Mark IV. Um, autofocus seems really good. Seems quite fast. I'll know more tomorrow. I'll I'll definitely know when I start using it in real world situations. How maybe, it compares, especially to the D750 as well. Yeah. Maybe um later tonight, what you should do is try and. Uh, do a couple of dynamic range tests. Yes. Just out of curiosity. I think we will. I'm going to post them up and see what they're like. You should go outside now with me and shoot a shot of me uh, heavily underexposed. Just to see. Heavily yeah. overexposed. Sounds good. But um, Yeah. No, I think uh, it, it look. I mean, it looks like a lovely camera from mm. what I was watching. Feels you. a bit lighter in the hand as far as I can tell. Um, and I do love the menus. The touchscreen, I have to say, if you're going to buy this camera, the touchscreen is awesome. It's really fast, really slick. With, you know, does that make a difference? You can go through the dials just as quick. I don't know, but it it, it is a nice feature. It if they were nice going to add anything in, they may as well have added touchscreen. Mm. Um, and I guess having live view touchscreen, being able to shoot with live view. Excuse and also having the little options there for brilliant. tracking and everything That's are brilliant. really nifty. Superb. It tracks the face um, and it seems to stick fairly well. You can actually touch and change the aperture priority. In camera, that is pretty cool. I have to say now, wow. that's pretty cool. Yeah, I like that a lot. And even the shutter value, the ISO, wow. everything live. Yeah, so no, that's pretty cool for video. I think this would be a very interesting camera for video people. They, for anybody who's using Canon, um, and is used to using Canon and wants to, you know, get more features and stick with Canon, then yeah, I think you get a lot more with this. Certainly, worth in your money. camera. Yes, uh, certainly. Well, we'll see. It, we'll see. Mm. It's a lot of money, like it's a, a lot, lot of money. money. When you're looking at the price you're paying for the XT2, which is a superb camera, it's less than half price of this. Mm. You know, it's yeah. what? What is it? Sixteen hundred euros 1600. compared to forty-two hundred. <gasps> it's a lot. Forty-three. Forty-three. Three hundred. Sorry. Yeah. So it's a lot. A lot of money. So it remains to be seen. I'm assuming that this camera is going to last me another five years. When Canon brings out the, the next iteration five years later. Turn that ship, Canon. Well, you never, that might be enough to do, you know, until maybe retirement. Maybe <laughs> maybe I'll be gone. Maybe I'll be on the Fuji X-T7 by then. You never know. We'll see. Um, yeah, so that I think that kind of... Does that wrap up that segment of I the podcast that for now? Us, yeah, it does. Any that other news going on? Nothing major apart from exploding uh, Samsung S7 phones. I read an article earlier on where the uh, the new Galaxy Note 7 um, exploded in a man's Jeep and put a, set the Jeep on fire oh. in Florida. So th I'm sure Apple are um, not happy to hear that, but it's certainly going to affect the sales of the I next iPhone with people who normally would upgrade to the next iteration of Samsung might jump ship now and head to iPhone. Doubt it. <laughs> probably just buy a OnePlus 3 Oof. or any other Android. Whatever. Um, we'll see. We'll see. It remains to be seen. Over. To, uh, what about you? Um, no, I have I have nothing else at okay, all. Okay, I'm just so excited about this camera. Excellent. And, um, it's good. Excited to hear how it's yours good. goes. Okay, so we'll leave it there. Um, we'll see you uh, next time. You might, after the 
outro song, we'll add on the extra bits that we record this weekend. Oh, we're going to put them in after yeah, the music. after the music, I think. And you have to put music on again at the end after that. Okay, so hold on for the um, extra bits from the weekend. And uh, that should be the podcast for this week. So episode six is done and dusted. Boom. Okay, so... I can't believe I said boom. Anyway, goodbye. Goodbye. Hopefully, I am not being drowned out by the sound of crows. Okay, so I'm in Castle Duro, and I've just shot, um, well, almost a full day with the X-T2. So, so far I have uh, shot all morning, church, all of the reception, portrait session, and uh, and the first part of the speeches. The rest are going to be after dinner. And my thoughts so far on the X-T2 are that it is a... Uh, it's a nice camera. It's definitely nice. And it has some, uh, you know, obviously two very big advantages over the X-Pro2. Namely being the really beautiful viewfinder and the tilt screen. Other than that, um, I'm not 100% sure that I'm totally crazy about it just yet. Now, that might be to do with the fact of, you know, uh, the, the fact that I've been shooting with the X-Pro2 now for you know, such a long time, so March, April, May, June, July, August, and into September. So for six months I've been shooting with the X-Pro2. And it's probably just a little bit of, uh, you know, muscle memory and getting used to a different camera, even though it's a Fuji and it's relatively the same on the back. A few of the buttons are in different positions, as I mentioned, but uh, it still takes a little bit of uh, getting used to. A couple of the things that I do like about it um, are the fact that the back button focus works slightly better than it does on the X-Pro2. Uh, on the X-Pro2, when you were in back button back button focus mode, uh, the continuous autofocus wouldn't wouldn't uh, wouldn't work. So you can't hold your button, or you can't hold your finger on the back button focus, and it will continue continue to autofocus. It will just eventually stop focusing as soon as it locks. Um, whenever I used to shoot with the with the Nikon D750, uh, my preferred setup was back button focus, and the camera was on continuous focus mode, which meant that as long as I had my finger held down on that back button focus, it would be it would be focusing, and as soon as I wanted to lock the focus, I just lift my finger off that button and press the shutter, so I could press the shutter, recompose, press the shutter, recompose as often as I wanted, and I knew that that focus point wasn't going to move. You can do that now on the X Pro Two. Um, you couldn't do that. Um, you couldn't do that on the X Pro Two because, as I said, it would just uh, lock focus once, and that would be it. You'd have to lift your finger and repress the the button, which kind of eh, defeats the purpose somewhat, I would guess. Um, somewhat, somewhat. Not totally defeats the purpose, but it just just a little bit. Uh, what else? Yeah, the viewfinder is beautiful. Um, it's still a bit weird put, to put your eye against it um, because just the positioning of 
of the way I'm used to putting my eye towards the X-Pro2. So that just is going to take a little bit of getting used to. And again, some of the controls are a little bit different. In terms of autofocus, which is probably what most people will be curious about, I, I would say that it is better than the X-Pro, but um, I wouldn't say it's significantly better. I wouldn't say, for example, that it's you know a completely different... Um, it feels like a, you know, a huge, huge, huge improvement. The X-Pro2 doesn't really suffer with bad autofocus in the first place. So um, it would have been very difficult for the X-T2 to really you know, blow it out of the water, so to speak. But it is an improvement. I, I would say that I only really noticed that improvement whenever I was shooting, um, shooting the speeches earlier. So the room here in Castle Duro for the speeches is a little bit on the dark side. Um, and the light is a little bit flat. It's kind of like a... The majority of the light comes from four chandeliers and then candle lights and it can be a little bit orange and a little bit on the flat side so there's not a lot of contrast on, on faces and things like that. So um, yeah, that was quite a good test. The the 30, the little um, 50mm equivalent that I use on the Fuji, the 35F2, um, always kind of suffered from slow autofocus in low light and that is definitely better on the X-T2. So that's the one lens that I really have noticed that it's, yeah, it's probably a little bit snappier on the X-T2. Um, so, yeah, that's my feelings overall. I haven't shot dances yet, obviously. Um, and I haven't shot the rest of the speeches. But overall, I would give it a, I would give it a thumbs up still. Um, but would I be jumping for joy at how brilliant it is? Probably not yet, but maybe that will take time. I think it always takes a little bit of time to get used to a new camera. But um, yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely a good camera, that is for sure. Anybody who goes out and buys one will not be disappointed. It is a good camera, for sure. Um, I don't think it's as comfortable for me as the X-Pro2, but I, I mentioned that already in my earlier little soundbite. Um, if we chose to use that soundbite, who knows? But um, yeah, it probably, it, I, I think just the X-Pro2 feels that little bit nicer in the hand. Um, the X-T2 definitely feels more like a, a DSLR in the fact that the, the hand grip section is much more pronounced. But I'm happy, I'm happy. It's a good camera. I will look forward to using it again more tomorrow. Uh, another th note on battery life. I thought that the battery life was... Um, I got a bit of a shock earlier because I was thinking to myself, wow, I really went through my first battery quite quickly. But it's really because uh, I think I realized by looking at the shot count that I had used the X-T2 far more than the X-Pro2. So uh, that would have accounted for the additional battery usage, I would guess, on the X-T2. But so far, I'm still on um, on just the two batteries used so far in the X-T2 and one battery so far used on the X-Pro2. So I'll probably change them out pretty soon to get ready for dances and things like that. So there we go. I think that's it. Over and out, as they say. As I say. Okay, bye. Good morning. So... I am currently on the road to my second wedding of the weekend. Uh, yesterday was the first wedding with the 5D Mark IV. Um, it was a wet, wet day. It, well, it certainly started off wet and was wet right up to about 6 or 7 o'clock. Um, so firstly onto the camera itself. Um, overall, 
I think this is going to be a, a fairly like a very positive review of it um, I found I, I shot more with it yesterday than I would normally shoot with my 5D up to recently I've been using the 5D Mark III and the D750 and I think I've been shooting a lot more with the D750 mainly because well I guess the autofocus is um, far superior to the Mark III and also the files and themselves are cleaner and uh, a bit nicer in dynamic range anyway than the Mark III is or was. Um, so yesterday I primarily used the Mark IV as my main camera and the D750 took a bit of a backseat. Um, I can't really say yet what the files are like. I haven't really had a chance to look at them. I'm going to try and have a look through them tomorrow and I'll be able to, I guess, update uh, the, you know, how, I've, how I'm finding them, what the progress was like. Uh, the camera itself. Well, firstly, I love the touchscreen. The touchscreen is brilliant, I have to say. It's just... It adds much more features and much more usability to the camera. Um, it allows you to change things very fast. Even for things like, you know, picking focus points or live view shooting. Um, touching the screen for focusing, touching the screen for menus is pretty superb. You can get in there pretty quick. So once you click on your menu, you go straight into your functions and straight into, say, formatting cards. You can do it all through the touchscreen, so you don't even need to move the dials if you don't want to. Um, or you can use it kind of with the dials as well. If you're kind of coming from a Mark III, you'll be well used to using the dials to flip through the, the menus. But I think I think in time you'll find that the touchscreen is just a nicer way of using the camera, a nicer interface. And they've really done a superb job on that. It's It's fast, it's smooth, it's and it's really easy there's not it's not clunky or slow or anything like that i have seen i guess implementations of uh touchscreen on certain devices that just have not you know when especially when you're coming from something like the iphone and you're used to that really responsive feel well that's pretty much what you're looking at with the um with the mark IV's screen at the back the touchscreen at the back um it's very swift and very easy to go through the functions and the touch is just perfect. Um, you can also do the regular, you know, stuff with your pictures where you can swipe through your pictures. You can pinch um, to zoom in. You can double tap as well. So it has that familiarity. It has that, you know, it's very functional and it's very, very swift and quick. And it adds so much to the camera it really does um, it just improved the overall usability of the camera anyway and um, from a live view uh, shooting and video recording um, standpoint the touchscreen as well is another great function uh, because it allows you to use like for example your AF with face detection so 
if you stick on your face detection you click on somebody it'll track them and it'll track them automatically and it does a really good job as well it, it tends not to lose people um, it tends to be able to stick to the stick to the person like glue and as they move around it'll track them as well so it's really good so I, I even shot a couple of live view dance shots where people were dancing and moving erratically in and out of the frame and I was able to pick up on them um, and I was able to touch and shoot or just shoot with the with the shutter I found that if you turn off the review the image review it responds much faster because obviously it doesn't have to preview the shot for you it, it can just go straight back into being you know active and ready to shoot again so there's a few little I guess finicky things you can change that will allow your your shooting to be more swift and fast definitely the live view if you're into live view shooting at all uh, this is a brilliant camera for this I have to say it you can even use continuous mode shooting as well so you can press and it can shoot multiple shots if you keep your finger on it um, I have to do a bit more testing on that I might do that today and see how it goes I'm going to convert some files as well to DNG so I'll be able to test out and see what the files look like so as regards then the autofocus in, in just the regular DSLR mode where you're looking through the viewfinder um, the autofocus is improved over the Mark III immensely certainly, certainly is um, the one shot mode is very very good it's snappy, it's quick it's quick to focus even in low light situations it's no problem there's not really any hunting or uh, at least it hasn't happened to me yet um, where, where it's hunted for a subject or in, a, in, in I guess situations where the contrast is, is very very um, flat and there's no distinguished kind of change between the contrasts it's still managed to uh, grip the subject or lock on pretty easily so yeah so far I'm finding it equal to the D750s for sure um, and also I generally there's a small button on the right hand side just beside the lens on the on the Mark IV and the Mark III as well and I generally prog program that button to be um, AI servo so you can go from one shot then to servo mode by just holding that button down so if you find you're in a situation where things are changing people are moving fast you may want to go to a servo mode so that the camera can track the subject rather than the subject moving out of the depth of field and becoming out of focus um, so I programmed that button in and yeah it was brilliant and never missed a shot I suppose in some ways it'll depend on your lens and how how new and how good your lens is a lot of autofocus depends on that as well and how quick the the servo and the motor is the AF motor is in the um, in the lens itself um, but it worked very well with my 35mm uh, it's a mark 1 version of that lens I think I'll probably try and upgrade that lens when I can to the Mark II um, because the Mark II has vastly improved uh, um, autofocus motor um, and also I guess improved glass in general overall um, sharpness is better so that's something I guess we you know if we were looking into if you're going to spend four grand on the camera I guess you want to make sure you have the best lenses to go with it as well uh, over time 
and that's something you can you can always do over time anyway as the new lenses come out and you can sell your old ones or whatever it might be but anyway um um as regards battery power and all i i used the live view quite a lot yesterday because i was i guess i was loving the touch screen and, and just loving the the whole feel of that and how quick it was to respond because on the mark three itself obviously if you're using live view you're you're auto focusing or you're not auto focusing you're manually focusing so you're it's a bit slower and cumbersome to zoom in and check that your focus is sharp on the subject um and you probably wouldn't use it as much in the mark three but i think you might find in the mark four that you would use it a lot more um because it's certainly snappy and it's certainly brilliant that you can just touch a subject and it comes into focus straight away. So, so there's there there are some of the quick functions that I found have vastly improved over the Mark III. Um, I also shot a lot of continuous shots in a row, and it, the camera didn't stall at all or didn't even slow down. Um, so there's definitely a big buffer on it. I haven't checked the specs to see what that is, but you can certainly shoot at least 20 shots in a row in raw format and have no problems. What I did find was that the 64 gig card that I had in it was filling up quite quickly. So I switched to medium raw, which is a brilliant size file, 17 megapixels. And for weddings, that's certainly big, more than enough, you know. Um, so you don't need much more than that for weddings so by switching to that it gave me a lot more a lot more shots on that 64 gig card uh, I think 30 megapixel files are just going to be too big and too much to handle um, and would probably end up slowing down a lot of machines and, and, and certainly Lightroom in a lot of cases so medium raw for me um, it works really well and it's more than enough for what I need certainly for weddings anyway um, I didn't try out the dual pixel raw yet, but I will try that out today and I'll report back and uh, we'll see how it goes from there. So that's my quick, well, it's a 10 minute report and uh, I'll be back later on. Hello everybody, uh, this is Dave here. Just coming back to you all with a little update on the Fuji X-T2. Um, you'll have to excuse maybe the sounds of the great outdoors. I'm out walking my little pooch, bog dog. Come on, bogs. Um, so I have shot two weddings now, um, back to back, Friday and Saturday, uh, over the weekend, of uh, using the XT2 alongside the X Pro 2. And I guess I just wanted to come back and give you all a little bit of a update as to how that went. Um, so I would say so far so good. So far so good. Um, it's, uh, it's a good camera. Uh, plus points are that I think it definitely does focus better. Um, it does seem that little bit snappier. And slightly more reliable in terms of moving targets um, what I have noticed is that the additional uh, autofocus settings that you can go into and modify so you can modify the focus points exam for example for um, let's say um, 
you know, a subject that moves towards the camera quickly, a subject that appears into the frame quickly, uh, subjects that move erratically, things like that. So I actually found that by setting it to subjects that move erratically, uh, the continuous AF is very, very good. Um, extremely reliable, I would actually say. And uh, I noticed that especially whenever it came to um, the bride coming down the aisle and also the dancing uh, was significantly better. Uh, other places where I noticed the, the AF to be that bit better was in low light, uh, especially first or not first dance, especially during the speeches. So uh, on Friday's wedding in particular, the speeches were in a very dark, dark room. Uh, where there's not a lot of... Was the, the lighting is a bit weird in this particular room and it means that there's not a lot of contrast on the subject because of this horrible kind of fluorescent light that just seems to kill any kind of shadow. So, um, yeah, it's, it's not pleasant and therefore usually the Expo 2 um, has a little bit of difficulty in, in uh, snapping onto the autofocus, especially in the lenses that I tend to use for speeches, which is usually the 85 and the 50 millimeter equivalents and uh, they just seem to struggle a little bit in low light but with the xt 2 i didn't really notice that being too much of a problem i still don't think we're up there yet with dslr autofocus it's probably not as snappy as the d750 in my opinion um but against the mark 3 which i haven't had now in a long time I'd say it's uh, it's on par, if not a bit better than that. Um, definitely slightly more reliable anyway, if not maybe as quick. But um, yeah, I don't seem to have any, any major concerns. Um, in terms of how the camera feels and things, I'm still not 100% sure that... Boggins, get out of the ditch. I'm still not 100% sure on... Um, if I like the feeling of the X-T2 as much as I like the feeling of the X-Pro2. Um... And this is obviously just personal preference, but I guess after using the Expo 2 now for about six months, I have, you know, my hand has just got used to the feel of that camera. Um, whereas the X-T2 is just that little bit different. The grip is obviously that bit more pronounced, which some people will obviously really love because it feels more like a DSLR. And some people, i.e. me, and a few others who I, I know who I've spoken to about this, will probably prefer the feeling of the X-Pro 2. Uh, but again, that's just personal preference more than anything. Uh, the viewfinder is superb, as to be expected. Um, I didn't opt to buy the, the battery grip, which would have given me a, bo a boost mode and allowed the viewfinder to run at 100 frames per second. But you know what? Um, while I probably went, ah, I should have just got it. Um, in hindsight, I know I probably never would have put that grip onto the camera. Uh, because for me, moving to the Fuji was all about lightening the load. And uh, by sticking a big battery grip on there kind of goes against um, all of that. So, yeah, viewfinder is great and it is more than adequate. And you can really get your eye right in there. Um, so for those sunny scenarios, you really get your eye in there and blocks out all the rest of the light. And it's uh, it's definitely a very nice experience. It's, it's probably a brighter viewfinder than the X-Pro2. Um, in the X-Pro2, I had set the brightness of the EVF up to full whack. 
from uh, it goes from minus five to plus five, and I set it up to plus five on the on the X X Pro, uh, but on the XT two I had to turn it down a little bit. Well, not turn it down below zero, but I think I set it to like plus two or plus three, something like that. It was just so bright I was actually getting ice rain. Um, what else? The tilt screen is good. Um, what would have been nice is to have that little touch sensitive tilt screen that the X70 has, um, just to be able to you know, quickly change autofocus points and things like that. But um, yeah, you get, you get used to that kind of thing. So tilt screen is good. Um, what else? I guess that's really it, isn't it? That's the main things. Viewfinder, uh, tilt screen, and uh, the autofocus. Um, and the overall feel. I do like the dedicated ISO dial. Uh, the ISO dial, while it's kind of very fancy on the X Pro 2, it's a little bit of a nuisance, especially if you're in a, a very dark environment. You pretty much have to look at the screen or look at look in through the viewfinder to check on your on your ISOs. Um, so I do like that dedicated dial, and I think that is about it. I haven't looked at any of the actual files yet on a computer, other than whenever I loaded them in off the memory cards and just quickly flicked through them. Uh, but I haven't actually sat down and tried to work with any of the files yet, but I've no doubt they'll be, you know, just as just as easy to work with as the X-Pro2 files are, which are, i got to be honest, a dream. Um, especially if you use Fuji's own uh, camera uh, calibration or camera profiles that are embedded in the RAWs um, in Lightroom. So... If you use those, which which I do, with little minor tweaks, you'll not have any problem, I don't think. Uh, I think that's it. I think that is it. If I think of anything else, I will record it, and you shall hear it. But for now, I think I'm done. Okay, over and out. Now, stop. Stop recorder. So um, I hope you enjoyed that. There that you go. Was, that was my little update on the X-T2. And, and my little update on the 5D Mark IV. So uh, a little bit of extra info at the end there. Oh, it was awesome, wasn't it? Amazing. Ah, I, those shots you took. I tell you. Incredible. They'll be incredible. They really will. So thanks again for listening and we'll uh, we'll see you soon. Yes, for so episode long. seven. Lucky seven. Episode six. No, this is episode six. We'll oh, see you is. for episode seven. Oh, yeah, sorry. Okay. Okay. So long. Bye. Bye.